and welcome to another episode of Game Pass or Pass, the podcast where we play games on Microsoft's Game Pass service so you don't have to. By the end of the show, we're going to tell you if our next game, Halo Wars Definitive Edition, is something that you should play or something you should pass on. I am Corey, and I am joined with my co-host, Basher. What's the deal, good sirs? You, you changed my intro without me knowing I'm... I did. Highly offended. Yeah. I. You, this is you, what I have written. It. You definitely tweaked it. That's not what I wrote down, but that's fine. What? Well, it. That's fine. My we'll, intro. My rules. We'll talk about it off air behind Ooh. closed doors. Ooh, I'm scared. All right. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about a game that's been remade. That's from 2009 from a a studio that is no longer with us, unfortunately. Halo Wars. So this game was originally developed by Ensemble Studios, which unfortunately, like I said, was uh, they're no longer with us. I don't know why I say it like like they died. They're just part of it. Um, <laughs> the whole thing just die off. That's, yeah, that's sad. Um, <laughs> so this actually came out on the Xbox 360, but when Halo Wars 2 came out uh, in 2016, um, if you got the uh, like super edition, that you got a copy of this, but then eventually they also sold it uh, by itself. So the regular price is $19.99. Uh, it's also available on uh, Xbox Game Pass, obviously, but it's available on Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Game Pass for PC. Terrible name, but whatever. Uh, it also features crossplay, which we can confirm because we did do it. And it also features a little bit of DLC in there. You can get a couple of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, campaign. Campaign. No, that's more of the sequel. Uh, more campaign missions and stuff that, like that. But it's it's nothing too nothing too fancy. Uh, no microtransactions for all you people that hate microtransactions. Not out there. Uh, the this is this is all right. There's two things that I thought was crazy about this game. The achievement difficulty in this game is actually pretty freaking high. Like, I would rate it probably like an eight out of ten. The amount of time and stuff that you have to put into getting some of those achievements is crazy like what's the harder what's the harder one to get the i would probably say the the hardest one to get is so you have to win i think it's like 75 skirmish matches and it's just like like i guess that's not hard it's just time consuming um which well well it is when it campaign well skirmish can last like depending on your Skill level could last like an hour. So right, right, and so, but there's also like a hundred percent completion one, which means like <laughs> you've got to get all the achievements, which is like win twenty skirmish matches, and then win forty, win fifty, sixty, a hundred, seventy-five, complete the campaign on legendary. Which this game is not easy on legendary at all. Uh, um, it's not easy. Like in gen- this, is, I didn't play on legendary. Kind of, I would never do that. However, there's there's a difficulty spike that I hit that kind of I was just kind of like I was kind of done with it to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. And there's also like the par missions and times for each level. Um, so there's a time thing and a score. You got to hit all of those. Which, yeah. So it's this is I would give it an eight out of ten. Like it's not impossible, but it is very time consuming. And um, a lot of the achievements are only worth like five to ten points. So sometimes you got to put in a lot of time. So like it all builds upon each other. So obviously, like as you're beating missions, you know, you get 40 done, you're going to get something. You get 50 done, you get all the gold medals and all that. So like you're going to unlock stuff in succession, but it's still going to take a lot of time. But uh, so the only other thing is that this game is not Xbox One X enhanced for you X owners out there, which I thought was kind of surprising. Um, they did up-res everything to 1080p, and they, they they reworked the engine and everything for this remake, and it looks pretty nice, um, but I was surprised. Does it? it? Um, compared to what it was, I okay. would say. 
Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't uh, see the before pictures. I just so. know uh, playing this. Well, maybe it's less the. Gra- I know. I know it's an older game, so I'm not gonna hold the graphics against sure. it. However, um, definitely, if it definitely needs, I feel like it's, it's just missing textures half the time. It's just like the 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 art style is super flat for me. Like the, I'm just not a fan. Yeah. The um. Uh, last thing I'm gonna say is it's normally 19.99. So yeah, we can hop into it now. So. Yeah, so if you don't know, this is an RTS um, set in the Halo universe. So, But the thing was is that this came out on the Xbox 360. So when you are trying to map a RTS to a controller, it's obviously going to have some caveats. But like you already said, like the art style, uh, RTSs are extremely CPU heavy usually because there's a lot of calculations and a lot of units and stuff going on screen. So to me, it kind of feels like a holdover from the 360 of just like, you know, consoles – it's you, you've got to make sacrifices somewhere, I guess, is what I'm getting at. And I think it definitely shows in like the terrain. It's usually pretty flat and kind of ugly, like you said. Um, but I will say like the the units themselves and like the um, the enemies, the Covenant and the Spartans, they all look pretty cool. They all have a lot of style to them. But and I, and I think that's why the rest of us put me off, because the rest because they clearly put some. uh Resources in some parts of the uh, look of the game, the other parts is kind of like very obvious. Like we're just going to slap this gray wall up here, just right. make that ninety percent black and call it a day. I'm like, that's this is like nothing here, man. Like it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. So I, I actually, I think weird is definitely the coming back to this game because obviously it sounds like you did not play it originally on the 360. Um, oh, absolutely not. Yeah, so I definitely did. Uh, I did not finish it on the 360 because back then I just wasn't into RTSs, I guess, um, whereas now I can't get enough of them sometimes, I feel like. So coming back to this game was kind of interesting, but like it, it's a very weird RTS, and that's it's it's not bad. It's just strange. Like a lot of the uh, decisions that they made design-wise just feels like like, did they make it this way because they were making it on console, or did they make it this way because they've never made it like – an RTS with the Halo universe before. And but have they never made an RTS period? Like, that's, I mean, that's my question because it's like, it's a, uh, like, again, like, being a fan of RTS and like, for some reason, when I first started playing this game, I, I was thinking it wasn't an RTS. I, I, for some reason, I was, I was thinking, I was expecting it to be like fucking, um, uh, what's that other game called? Shoot. Uh, what's, the, what's that? Alien? What's the game I always play for some reason with the the aliens? You you have ninety nine percent shot. No, oh, well, XCOM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for some reason I think it was it was going to be XCOM for some reason. I'm like, wait, that's not that's an yeah. entirely different genre. But I remember just thinking like, okay, so I'm in RTS mode now, and there were just a more than a few decisions where I'm just like, I don't want to play this <laughs> anymore because right. it's just like a few things just didn't make a lot of sense i understand like if you put it on a uh, console with a controller it's going to play differently it's going to be some caveats it's going to be some changes however i feel like the uh whatever they had to have to, to make it work just wasn't it just wasn't well done enough and i and i say that with all due respect because it's not easy to do no i um I think, well, just for the record, Ensemble was, uh, they made a bunch of the Age of Empire games. Uh, so they had made RTSs before, for sure. I think they also made the Star Wars one. I don't remember what it's called. Um, 
Galactic Wars or something, something like that. Galactic that's Battlegrounds. The, that's what I thought uh, Star Trek would do. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. So, but it's, I think for the time, I, I think it, it worked um, because I remember playing it in 2009 when it first came out and just being like, like, this is totally an RTS. Like the, it wasn't um, so like Supreme Commander and War for the North, Lord of the Rings one were both on Xbox as well. And to me that they just didn't, it didn't work as well as I wanted it to on the controller. So then like the question becomes like, did the game suffer because it was on a controller or did the game like prosper because of the controller? Like, I don't, that's a weird question to ask. I think at the time it made sense, but in, you know, playing this 10 years later or whatever, you know, it was eight years later after it came out, they remapped everything on PC and stuff like that. And that's, you were playing with a controller and I was playing with the keyboard and mouse. And I think we both sort of felt crippled. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I played specifically with the, uh, excuse me, with the, um, with the controller because I wanted to get the feel of how the game was originally made. Right. And don't get me wrong. There's, there's some things they did that felt good. Like, um, using the D pad to kind of switch, between uh bases really quickly that's that's that that's a good thing that they did yeah, but then that's critical like but, the, but then yeah. there's a lot of things where it's like selecting all units and selecting some units it's like impossible like and it's kind of um necessary like it's right. i feel like that's kind of like like you're building this game like step three like how do we make it so that you can select some units as opposed to all units and vice versa. And it's like, oh, we didn't, we're not going to do that. It's just going to be basically all units at all times. Like, I can't separate my... We have bases on opposite sides of the map. You're making this right. extremely difficult. And right. that's... And, and so, so when you add that frustration into the... When you get further into the game, you hit a difficulty spike, which I gave up on. I'm just like, half the reasons... Well, Half the reason is just me not being good at the game. The other half of me, a reason was me fighting the controls and trying to play this game as I played other RTSs. I'm just like, I'm trying to do this one specific thing, and I can't, and I'm, I'm going to pull my fucking hair out. <laughs> I, um... I don't... I'm trying to think. To me, it's... I think it, I think not, it works in the context of the campaign... Um, because most of the time you basically just want to send all your units to one right. area. Right. Uh, but when it comes to any sort of like strategic, like I'm going to move, you know, these couple units here and here, like that, that's just not there. Um, and, and, and again, like building this type of game or this type of system, I understand. I definitely give it some leeway because of the system it's on and, and the challenges it has to, has to, make because of what you're doing however like and i don't say i don't say any of this to say that the game itself as a whole does not work if you the game as intended especially in campaign mode is fine however when we played skirmish together i just there's there's, there's a more than a few things i wanted to do that i just couldn't do right it yeah it I think it's I, I think it dumbs down the genre too much. Um, and that's where 
not being able to do those things like basic, you know, strategy, like basically when, you know, we, we got our butts kicked the first skirmish cause we were both like, kind of like trying to get back in the groove. But then the second one, we, for the most part, walked all over him. Um, there was a, there was a one point there in the middle. It was kind of rocky just because we didn't know how to kill the, uh, the scarab. Like we knew how to kill the scarab, but we just didn't have the right units available. Right. So, but like, but as soon as we got, I was like, oh, it's this one. Like, I think it's the Vulcan or something. I was like, just, just build that. It takes it out. And then we were fine. Um, so to me, it, it, you could almost play this as like an entry point to RTS, but at the same time, I don't think it does enough to, uh, earn that, I suppose. I, I was about to say, like, I, w- yeah. I wouldn't even say, I wouldn't even put it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even put it that way because again, it sounds like I'm shitting all over this game. I'm really not, but no, like, yeah, this, this is like a. This RTS, I feel like, is a is a step back, in the wrong way. Right. So like if I so like playing this game, I, I kind of got flashbacks of um, playing like Civ Revolution on consoles, and for a long time, like the Civ games, people are just like, you can't put that on a console, make it good or decent. And it's like, well, I guess you can, like if you figure it out, like right. So it's like this is a game that didn't quite figure it out for me and i'm i mean i'm surprised they doubled down with it with the sequel honestly because i'm like this is we'll get yeah we'll get there don't worry (laughs) but um but so like so on top of that so 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 that's one so that's one major issue i have right the other bigger issue honestly is the overall story and character of this game it's pretty fucking bland like it's super bland it's yeah, like we're it's making not, yeah. we're making an rts what are we going to do we're going to do the most basic bland premise of an rts setting ever and it's like the same basic premise you get from every single rts and it's kind of like and that just really just took a lot of the drive for me to get through this game away also because i'm like i don't really have a character i want to latch on to there's like a there's not like a master chief or or the st crew that i really give a fuck about uh there's not a uh again the game doesn't have champions whatsoever or right. that champion type class or so the, it's like leaders right so it's not there's not like a leader i really care about and then the the characters they do have in the game speak the most generic strategic jargon just you always hear like and just like i don't there's nothing to grab onto to this, to this, for me, to this, in terms of the campaign, in terms of the character, in terms of the story. Yeah, I, I'll I'll pretty much agree. I, I think if you're a Halo fan, there's some cool stuff in there. Uh, but no, like there, there's no, very few people are going to remember the characters from this game. And But I will say, you know, it, by the end, I think they they start to turn the corner on some of that stuff. Like they start to give you some characters to to think about. But the thing was is that we, when this game came out, it was we never thought we'd get a sequel. You know, so it, it's hard to say like you should play this game if you're going to play the sequel because I still don't think you need to um, because the characters still aren't quite there and they do the best job that they basically can. Um, you know, bringing those characters forward. Um, but no, I'll agree. Like, I, I the best part of the story is is the maps, is like seeing the different, you know, uh, locations from the Halo universe and sort of a new perspective. Like, that's the best thing that I can say about uh, the story. I guess you know, it, it's not the story itself; it, it's the locations. You know, it's it's exploring 
what they have built in in this universe basically um and that's kind of where i like that's kind of where i sit with the gameplay too of just there's not a lot of variety in units there's not a lot of variety in uh strategy even because of that you know it's extremely limiting in many ways because of the simplicity of it and you know, I'm I'm trying to put myself in, you know, the mind of like, well, what if I wasn't into RTSs and I still just can't, I, I just, I, I can't even recommend it for that reason because I feel like more modern RP, RPSs, RTSs, uh, just, you know, whether there's an easy mode or a tutorial or whatever, I think it, it just does a better job of getting you into it, basically. Yeah, there are definitely better entry points to the genre. And, uh, and again, I think about Civilization because a friend of mine who never t- touched those games because they saw the, the grid-based gameplay and whatever, they're like, the, and he said flat out, like, that game, those games look boring as hell, but because he saw me on my keyboard and mouse looking like a super nerd, he's like, I'm not playing that, but he picks up Revolution. He, he, he can, at the very least, appreciate it and get through it. With right. this one, I, I can't even say if you're new to RTS, try this. And I'm like, this is not a good example. Like, right. And I, the biggest thing that drove me nuts was the, the camera. Um, it's extremely close. <laughs> like even, even all the even way zoomed it out. Yeah. yeah. It's very, very close. Like there is like, to me, that's a, a limitation of the time, you know, because it, again, like this was made for consoles. So you had to sort of keep the camera close for the action wise. Cause you know, the farther you go out, the more detail, et cetera, et cetera. And, but this is the remake, right? Like we're supposed to be able to do more with it. And it just, even on PC, I, I guess it's maybe a limitation, you know, maybe this was a quote controller game and, and the remake was just like, ah, we're going to adapt it to keyboard, but I should be able to zoom out more. And like, you literally fit like your whole base on your screen and that's about all that's you can it. see. That's yeah, it. like, like you <laughs> like, can't really see anything else around you. And a lot of times, you know, I asked a question the other day. I was just like, how can they tell you when someone's like launching an attack? That's when it clicks. That's yeah. when it clicks. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, that's why. Because you can't see anything. <laughs> you can't see if they're coming to attack you. So that drove me up a wall. Um, and I just, I, I don't know. And the weird thing is, is when I originally played the game and when I played it again before uh, Halo Wars 2 came out, I was... I, I didn't bother me, but I also played it on console versus PC at that time. So maybe it's just the fact of having a keyboard and mouse in front of me. I'm just like, let me zoom out. <laughs> like, for the love of God, let me zoom out. It just wouldn't. It just wouldn't. Wouldn't do it. So, I mean, I mean, there there's some things. Uh, I mean, there's plenty of things I think they did well in this game that they added, like the um, the fact that I can see where you're looking at on the mini map. I yeah, like that's, that that, that's cool. Yeah. That's a good feature to have. Uh, I mean, again, the limit, the, the camera's limitation. Um, I like the, I mean, I like the overall, uh, aesthetic of it because I think it shows the halo, uh, franchise in this world in a, I like they succeeded in that. If the, if their only goal was to say, how do we show a uh, a war uh, a warlike faction of Halo uh, uh, infantry and units, I think they succeeded well in that. Like, because it definitely looks Halo, it feels Halo. I like the way that the warthogs move. Like, it looks like like that that the handbrake turn you used to do in Halo Two. Like, it's those things are there. Like the 
they nailed the look of Halo and putting it in RTS form. However, it's got, it's got style. Yeah, but no, <laughs> not a lot of substance. Right, it's got style. It I looks like look, Halo, but yeah. Like the, the music playing in the background, the the, the violence oh, yeah, and there. stuff, like oh, it's yeah. there. I like it. Like, like, like it has that um that uh what do you call it that uh like I, I remember like Dota 2 and um League of Legends doing this a lot where you get to the end and you're near the end you just ran the main base and the, and the music ramps up it's right. like it has that and you feel victorious but it's like it took me a long struggling time to get there for me yeah and it yeah I'm it's it's I'm having trouble talking about this because I have played the sequel so it's I'm trying to stop myself here um but yeah no i agree with that like it, it's got a lot of style and for the time I, th- I think it was passable but i don't i don't know i don't i don't think we can recommend this one yeah i mean i didn't play i didn't play it when it first came out but even then if i, if I could trans- transport myself back i cannot i don't know if i would I, I think i'd be saying the same thing honestly yeah, that's tough. I think I, I think at the time I, I I think I could have at least said it's worth checking out. Right. Um, but I think, yeah, I, I think then I would have said it's it's, che- it's worth checking out. But now I I think you can I think you can pass on it. I think you can skip it. I'll, I don't. I'll double down on that. I think you pass on it for sure. Yeah, it's which is a shame because it's it's such a cool you know it is ambitious you know like. They they were trying to do something extremely different with the Halo franchise, and I think they succeeded in in proving that it can be done. Um, but I don't think this was like the at the time. I think it proved it, but yeah, that, that's all I'll say. But but yeah, so yeah, I think on on this this is our first pass. We've had we had what? two we first had, pass on it pass, pass on it, it. Pass, pass. This, is our, this is our first passover passover like like so first don't play it <laughs> it's uh yeah so we had two in a row so we we had to we, we couldn't it wasn't gonna last forever I'm, I'm surprised it was the halo game honestly i yeah. mean i know quote unquote halo game i'm surprised it was a first party uh not, well yeah first party halo game it's kind of like you like it's i i expected I honestly expected to walk away from this game like, oh, that was that 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 was a that was a good first try. Where now I'm just I honestly just feel like I don't think you should play this. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, it's it kind of breaks my heart because it was. I just remember at the time I was just like, what? You can't you can't do that, and they did it. But yeah, so hindsight's twenty twenty though, I guess. So, but that's it. That's gonna do it for this episode. But. The reason that we're talking about Halo Wars is because we've already picked our next game. It's also on Game Pass. Halo obviously. 2. <laughs> Halo Wars 2. Oh, so, oh, okay. I signed for the wrong game. I was yeah. real excited for a second. Good job. So Halo Wars 2, uh, what's interesting about that is that it's a different developer. It was came out in 2017. It was done by Creative Assembly, who you might have heard of. Uh, they've fan. done the MIDI... Let me try that again. Medieval, medieval, um, as well as the Total War series. So uh, and Rome. I actually am a huge fan of Rome Total War. So they also have RTS um, chops experience, right? So <clears throat> we'll have to tune in next time to see if if uh, we recommend that one. So I'm I'm 
I'm excited to talk about that one though. So whether, whether it's good or bad, I guess you'll have to find out, but be interesting. But so yes, that's going to do for this episode. You can now find us on basically all of your major podcast hosting services. We are fishing on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. There's some that I've never even heard of that I probably should have looked up before this. But apparently we're our audience is on Spotify. That's what the app tells me. So to all you Spotify uh, listeners, all right. hello. I didn't even know you could get podcasts on Spotify. You sure can. I get, you? I get, I get to advertise all the time. Just like I don't think I should listen to it on this platform, but apparently people do. That just like, like legitimately, it seems weird to me. Honestly. Right, right. It, it's legitimately very strange, and it probably shouldn't be, <laughs> but I don't like it. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so you're anti-Spotify? Just I just know Spotify is for we're music. taking down not... Spotify. All right, oh, I like this. Spotify is for music, not podcasts. We are on Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Breaker, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. With more to come. We'll let you know when we're up on those. So, also, we've got some UK listeners. So, hello to the UK out there. Right. We, listen on. Don't listen on Spotify. We're anti-Spotify. <laughs> we are, we are not anti-Spotify. We're anti. Especially anti-Spotify. <laughs> we're taking down the feed. There goes that. We're not going to get uh, advertising from them anytime anytime soon. But uh, so, leave us a review if you like us on any of those services. Uh, Apple Podcasts is probably the one of the more important ones, and Spotify since a lot of our audience is there, but that helps us grow. You can check out our YouTube page, Platform for Gamers, where you can check out the video version, which has got some uh, gameplay of me playing all these fun games in the background in case you want something to stare at while you're listening. But if not, you can always get the audio version. But that's going to do it for this episode. We will see you next time with Halo Wars 2. Good days. How do I stop this? There it is. (laughs)